welcome to Lawyers Who Lead, a podcast that challenges the notion that the law lags behind. I'm your host, Seagal Barnes. Each week, I invite a lawyer who's making powerful changes through extraordinary leadership. In each episode, we'll travel through another lawyer's life, identify what they do best, and then devise how to apply these concepts to your own world. So let's get to it. Welcome to Lawyers Who Lead. I'm your host, Seagal Barnes. As a reminder, this week is packed with fantastic short-form interviews live with leaders at NALP's 2023 PDI Conference in Washington, D.C. Today's episode, I have the honor of handing the mic over to another guest host, LawLine's VP of Learning Solutions, Angelica Cesario. While we'll be returning to our regular episodes format next week, I'm sure you'll find great value in Angelica's hosting and the rich content of these interviews. So without further ado, let's welcome Catherine Marquez, Global Director of Learning and Development at BCLP. With nearly 20 years in the field, she's led senior roles, including the firm's U.S.-based human resources business partnering team. Let's hear from her live recording at PDI right now. Catherine, welcome to the show today. How are you? I'm good. It's so good to be here with you today. I'm so happy to have you here. Um, so I want to start with asking you a question. What is your origin story? I've been in this field for a little less than 20 years. And I've grown up in law firms. So I started at Sibley Austin as a legal personnel assistant right out of college. I thought I wanted to go to law school, and so I dipped my toe into the world and see if I liked it. And spoiler alert, I liked it, but not enough to go to law school. (laughs) Good lesson learned. Yeah, right. Actually went and got a master's in conflict analysis and resolution. I thought maybe I'd go into nonprofits and changed the world and the recession hit at that point so this is 2009 or so and I realized that was just at the same time that I was starting to get more and more responsibility within my role and I realized that I actually really loved what I was doing I felt like I was working in an environment where I had talented motivated intelligent people that I was supporting their career and watching them achieve things that they were really nervous they wouldn't be able to achieve uh, and so I, I actually really fell in love with it around that time, which worked out well because nobody was hiring. So I stayed in law and just grew up from there. My career has gone back and forth between talent management, so direct coaching, work with associates and sometimes partners on management and difficult issues that come up, working on evaluations, compensation setting, mentoring, those kind of things. And then the other half of my career has been really on your sort of more proactive learning and development initiatives, training programs, conferences, etc. So when I was at Sidley, I did about five years in the talent management space, five years in learning and development. And then I came to Brian Cave, Legacy Brian Cave, and was invited to build their professional development function, which I did for a while. We merged. You might have heard about this transatlantic merger that we had that shook everything up. And at that opportunity, we broke into a business partnering team and a learning and development team. So I stayed on the business partnering team, which was amazing for me because I got to really understand the issues that were happening within the firm, the experiences that our lawyers were having through one-on-one conversations and meetings with our leadership team and whatnot. And then about two years ago, I had the opportunity to move into the learning and development space and lead on their professional skills training. 
which I did up until this summer when our global director who headed up all of our learning and development initiatives, she retired. And I had the really amazing opportunity to step into her shoes this summer. And now I lead the full team, which is responsible for not only the professional skills, but the legal skills training and all of our business professional training, which has been new in my career and I've been really enjoying it. Wow, what a journey. Thank you so much for sharing that. Congratulations to you. you. So tell me, why do you attend professional development conferences like NALPS PDI? So, you know, I have to walk the walk. (laughs) So, So these kind of programs, these conferences, to me feel like an incubator, right? I get to meet with really talented colleagues across the legal space, both in the law firms and law schools, consultancies, and it feels like it nourishes my soul. It makes me feel like I'm not alone in some of the challenges that we have. It reminds me of all the amazing things that my colleagues are doing at other firms. It reminds me of all the amazing things we're doing at our firm, and it gives me ideas for the future. I love that. So what is uh, one of your biggest takeaways so far from this year's Mm -hmm. conference? So I've been noodling on this a little bit. I think what I'm walking away with is a real emphasis on how we learn on a team basis. So the opening plenary session was talking about generational differences and how we're really tribal in nature. Chris DeSantis talked about the Dunbar number where really human beings are conditioned to be in tribes of no more than 150. And we sort of have a worldview based on that. And then I sat in on a really great session on how do you bring in team training and have a team focus for learning. We're doing some work internally right now that's comparing leadership training to the athletic conditioning that top professional athletes get for resiliency and mental fortitude. And so all the team stuff is really resonating with me. And I think where it comes out is is sort of a reflection on empathy and how we meet our learner where they are and how do we get the best out of them for both their performance but also their well-being and their comfort. Mm-hmm. I believe really strongly that when people feel like they matter, that they're important and valued, they perform at their best. And so thinking about how can we use learning and how we teach people to help them feel like they're creating these tribes and building these relationships across the firm, across the practice, their office, et cetera, to be better, you know? Fantastic. I'm learning so much just listening to you today. (laughs) So tell me, what does leadership in legal professional development mean to you? So when I think about my own career, I have had a real blessing that I have had a lot of people who have championed me in rooms that I was not in. And when opportunities have come up, most most recently my move into leading our learning and development team, I had people who vouched for me before I even knew I was being vouched for. And that's really important for me. We read about it, but to actually experience it and to feel like somebody is looking out for you, it's humbling, but it's also integral for your career development. So now that I'm in a position where I'm leading a team and I have access to our most senior decision makers at our firm on a regular basis, it's important to me that I'm building my team up, I'm giving them opportunities, and I'm vouching for them when they're not in the room to do it, that I'm able to advocate for people who really deserve it and have earned it, but are not necessarily able to have those conversations with the people who matter Mm -hmm. that will move their career along. 
And the other thing is a psychological safety for my team, making sure that they feel like they have this safe space to show up as to who they really are, mm-hmm. right? So that they can feel like they can perform at their best, that they matter. It's a lot of the takeaways that I'm thinking about from this conference, but I feel like that's the way that I get the best performance out of my team. That's the way that we're able to do everything that we want to achieve. We have really, really ambitious goals. I feel like at times I drive them faster than I should, (laughs) but I only get there if I'm supporting them and I'm helping them meet the goals that they want to achieve personally and professionally. Absolutely. So you're opening doors for others as you grow in your own career and creating a safe space so your team can achieve their goals as well. Excellent. And what do you do for self-care? That's a, it's a good question, right? I got to not only walk the walk by coming to this conference, I got to walk the walk Absolutely. with my self-care. So what's really interesting is that as I've moved into this role, I've started working with a coach. Okay. So I have somebody who I meet with on a regular basis who holds space for me to mm-hmm. talk through the things that I can't really talk with anybody on my team about, things that are keeping me up at night, that are giving me anxiety, things that I'm not quite sure how to handle, and then allowing me that space to process it. So that's extraordinarily helpful on the professional side. I also try to make as much time for my family as I can. There's something really grounding about a four-year-old who's yelling at you because you're not (laughs) giving her the toy that she wants and the time that she wants it. And it it reminds me of what's important in life, which is being there for my children as they're making memories and being really present in their life, while at the same time giving them a really strong role model of a woman who has been successful in her career. Absolutely. And passing that along to my children for whatever they decide to do as they grow up. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for sharing this all with us today. And I really appreciate you taking the time. Oh my gosh, this has been wonderful. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you, leaders and future leaders, for listening today. We have a new guest every week, so don't forget to join us next week. If you enjoyed this episode, subscribe or follow us anywhere you listen to your favorite podcasts. You can also follow at Lawyers Who Lead on social. Let's celebrate and continue to build a community of leaders in law together. Lawyers Who Lead is made possible by Lawline, the leading online platform for lawyers who want engaging, relevant CLE and professional growth content. For over 20 years, Lawline has helped hundreds of thousands of attorneys level up by providing award-winning courses in hard-to-find areas and high-demand fields. They have so many courses to choose from that are actually really interesting to listen to and watch. That's why Lawline's rated the highest in the industry, with almost five stars and over 1,000 verified reviews on Trustpilot. Lawyers who lead listeners get $100 off Lawline's unlimited annual subscription, which means you can take as many courses as you want for a really good price. Just visit lawline.com slash podcast to get the special offer. Check out Lawline for the best content for leaders and future leaders in legal.